Welcome to Let's Get Real, a podcast brought to you by Brittany Taylor, who shares reflections and experiences from her own unique life. General themes of the podcast thus far include natural pregnancy and healthy alternative living. The main aim of Brittany's shares is to speak from a place of open authenticity with a desire to inspire you to tap into and live more of your own unique truth, whatever that may look like for you. All are welcome here. It is an honor to be sharing in this journey together. Hey, beautiful creatures. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of my podcast. Today, I'm super excited because I have a really, really special guest here with me. (laughs) His name is Connor McMillan, and he is my baby daddy. Connor, do you want to say hi for a second? Hello. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being on. (laughs) (laughs) So if you don't already follow me or us on YouTube or Instagram or some other form of social media, this is Connor and I feel really excited to have you on for multiple reasons. I mean, I think that you're phenomenal, obviously. I get the sense that you like me. I like you. I wanted your sperm. feels really good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I love your journey with your desire to be a dad and to, to have a child and to be a caregiver. And I'm really excited to ask you some questions about that. My plan is sort of to ask you about them in a way that will like sort of chronologically build a story mm-hmm. for people listening. And I think there's like maybe two parts in there where I'm going to share a little bit of my experience during those parts so that they can get that. So it'll be mostly interview and just like a couple of parts where I share about like how something maybe shifted for me during that time. And I think it would feel good just to share like the tiniest bit about our relationship to start if you are totally new to this podcast or us in general. And since I've been talking a lot and this is a featured interview about you, do you want to share just yeah. like how you would explain our relationship? Definitely. Um, yeah, we've been relating for over four years now and uh, since the beginning we started out you know, as friends and we've stayed friends forever and at some point after uh, several months of relating long distance as friends um, we found ourselves sharing a a deeper connection and like specifically that we were in love with each other and from that moment on you know I think like we really became lovers and um, from the beginning our relationship has been an open relationship dynamic we haven't really used labels to describe it, uh, although I think more recently we've kind of taken on the, the label polyamorous, mostly because it's a helpful search t- yeah. tool for people looking um, for information on polyamory and, and open style relationships, non-traditional relationships. And I just love everything that we do. And our I think what, what I love most of all is our dedication to continually healing and growing. And I really think there's so much we can do as individuals in that realm. But when we link up with others that want to do the same thing, we like propel ourselves forward into heal, healing and growing. And that's definitely the focus, you know, that I found in our relationship. Yeah, I love that. I love the way you describe that. I feel the same thing. Like 
that our main focus is to support and love one another in our individual journeys and simultaneously to to build this like joint journey together that can include the two things simultaneously where one doesn't have to exist without the other absolutely and we also share an acrobatics practice we share business i mean we travel together full time we live together we date people together yeah and on our own we do a lot of different things together our lives are definitely very enmeshed and and I love that. And that's actually something that I was really seeking in partnership and knew that I wanted a very close bonded partnership. And also I had all these other needs that didn't really fit into a traditional monogamous style relationship. And I, I really didn't believe that I could have everything I wanted until you and I started designing a life of our dreams. I love that. That's totally <laughs> what we've done. <laughs> Okay, well, I could talk about that with you forever, um, and also let's switch gears. Let's do it. Okay, so I know this this first question I have for you is like a big ass question, and I think that throughout the rest of the questions we'll get a better sense of this. But just to kind of start things off, I want to ask you, like, how does it feel for you that we're friends? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's just the best thing in the world. Uh, whenever we see someone who doesn't know out in the world is the first thing I want to say. I notice like having to hold myself back from taking people's hands and putting them on your belly. <laughs> and um, it's just the first thing I think of when I wake up and the last thing I think of when I go to bed, I think about it all day long. Aww. It's just the best thing. It's the best thing in the world and it's totally on top. When I'm in that, when I, when I have it in my consciousness, nothing else really matters all that wow. much. Yeah. You know, everything else is so, so secondary. Uh, I'm in love with our pregnancy. Thank you. I really feel that from you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna kind of like guide people with these questions because I know the general answers to these questions. Yeah, sure. Although I really am excited to see how they like unfold today. But I think this will be a nice way to guide people through like who you are in this area and like what you've experienced and how this is all developed for you. So how long have you known that you've wanted to be a caregiver to have a child or, or children yeah. um, for? And can you just like share a little bit about, about that? Well, I'm 34 now and I think that I really started feeling um, drawn towards fatherhood and, and caregiving when I was probably around like 21, 22. And I was in a monogamous partnership from the age of 16 to 28, the same person. Um, we were engaged for a big chunk of that and, and were married. And I really assumed that we would have children. And pretty early on in that relationship, you know, after maybe four years or something, I was around 22 or so, I, I distinctly remember something like a very clear acknowledgement that I want to have kids. Yeah. And that, when it came on and I recognized it consciously, it was very strong at the time, and then it, it just never went away and it only kind of grew. Uh, we, we never had kids, it was something that I really wanted, but it didn't take shape with her for a variety of reasons. And after that uh, ended and shifted, I, I just knew that I really wanted partnership that could that I could co-create a child within that was like 
perfect. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that was kind of my next question. I was just th saying, like, when looking for a partner, I believe you were looking for someone you thought would be a good mom. Yes. And so I'm really curious about that, like, <laughs> yeah, what that looked like for you and, and how that showed up and maybe some, like, qualities specifically you were looking for. Yeah, such a good question. I, yeah, after my long monogamous relationship ended, um, I was 28, I had maybe, like, I don't know, six months or so of healing I was doing, and, and and then I started getting into this idea of really wanting the next person I was in a serious relationship with to have certain qualities that would make for an exceptional mother. And that was actually a higher focus in, in some ways than like even making an exceptional partner for right. me, because yeah. it was like, that is an exceptional partner uh, for me. So yeah, I just started like listening to a lot of um, information on caregiving. I started reading a lot of books on on, be on being a parent and um, found things that really resonated with me around attachment and long-term breastfeeding and uh, co-sleeping and compassionate um, development and encouragement for children and really seeing them as individuals and giving them a lot of freedom while also being like an ultimate support, just like always being there if they need you, but really allowing them to to explore and to, and to like find themselves in this world without trying to um, to stifle that. Yeah. And a lot of those notions came because of reflections on my own childhood. Yes. And what I really didn't want to bring to to my child. Yes. And. Um, I couldn't, I can't create a child on my own and, and, I, and I wasn't with anyone at the time. And so what I could do that felt very empowering was envision what like the most ideal mother for my child would look like and what the most ideal partnership would look like and to empower myself with a lot of knowledge and skills and tools for the time when I, I was in that position. I love that. When I met you actually at the Woodstock Fruit Festival, um, you were connecting with somebody, mm -hmm. um, a woman, and you two were hanging out with a child a lot who wasn't their child, but right. just somebody at the festival. And I could, I really felt how dedicated you were to like both the woman you were connecting with and that child, and mm -hmm. like some sort of a sweet family you created <laughs> for yourself there that week. And I'm curious, like knowing what I do about you, how that feel like your your fascination and excitement about children and like <laughs> when you see them in the world how that feels for you yeah yeah i mean you and i were just at this restaurant and there's like ton of adults everywhere very interesting people of all sorts from all over the world and i was just obsessed with these three kids that were like running around you know just running around just being kids and just how adorable they are and their energy and yeah, I just feel very attracted to this vibrancy that I see in children and this sense of freedom and and like a lack of burden um, that they don't have an assumption of who they are, who they're supposed to be. They're just showing up and 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 being, you know, with their whole heart. I just love that. I so admire that and. Yeah, I just really want to hang out with them and be around them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and so like the time that you're referencing was like, um, yeah, I met this girl and we just kind of were friends with this young child. Like, I think the, the um, well, I met, uh, to be clear, I met this woman uh, who was around my age and we were hanging out with like this young child who was like, I think maybe eight. And she just enjoyed hanging out with us and we enjoyed hanging out with her. And so, yeah, it was just like a cool little mini family for a while. Yeah. And the other thing I'd noticed uh, through hearing more about your relationships and, and stuff is that you also like seem to be really attracted to mothers in, mm-hmm. in some ways. Like actually two things come to mind. One is that you've expressed to me your attraction for women who are fertile, like that mm-hmm. you can sort of sense their fertility. And then also like hearing about romantic relationships you've had with women who are mothers and I feel so like... I mean, it makes so much sense to me. Oh, and pregnant women. And mm-hmm. I'm just like curious for you to speak on all that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I guess it, it makes sense given that um, that I do feel like I have a special draw towards young ones and want to be surrounded with that type of energy. Um, the mothers that I have connected with sexually and romantically, that was like just really special for me, you know, to know that they have created life and that they've been in that role. And it didn't stick because it was really easy for me to see in in those dynamics the ways in which I wanted to create something different than what they were already doing with their their children. And um, so that was a really cool experience because I got more data for me and what I was looking for in caregiving. And it was also like, even though I wouldn't do it that way, I have a lot of respect and, and more like admiration and, um, man, if I could create a child in my own body, I'd be so into that. So I feel like those that have, and that have completed that process, I, I love it. Like, I just feel very like attracted to the whole process. And then in regards to, yes, kind of having this perception of fertility, um, I do think that it it would make sense that as human beings we could probably sense that in one another. And I don't know to what extent, you know, that's happening, but I've definitely um, felt like really attracted to people I perceive as in a very fertile state. Yeah. And then when someone's pregnant, I just am captivated by the beauty of the body and what's happening and just like the energy is like magnetizing i've really been feeling that from you lately yeah well i'm really feeling like your body's just so pumped about it it's so sexy and we had the best love making today and it's just like so Every time we come together recently, you've just had had more of this certain, like, I mean, you're more and more and more pregnant every (laughs) time, so it's like this unfolding, (laughs) um, it's just such a turn on. I love it so much. Thank you. Um, Okay, so I'm going to share just like a tiny bit about meeting you and Mm -hmm. my my experience with you and then um, then ask you another question. So when I met Connor, this was like, this is how I knew you, you know, I saw you. <laughs> the guy who wants kids. <laughs> yes, among other things. You're so many things to me at once. And also like 
because we were connected, because I met you at that festival and saw you with this woman and this child, and because we started connecting after that, and I knew about your life and what mm -hmm. was important to you, and at the time, like, some things I knew were that having a family was really important to you. You were looking for a partner who wanted to have children with you and who like you felt like you could sync up with in all these ways. And I, f and I knew how high it was on your priority list. And at the time you were talking about going to Thailand mm -hmm. and I'm not sure like how much this was your vision and how much of it was like something I perceived based on maybe one thing you told me or maybe it was really in there, but I, I, thought you were going to go to Thailand, maybe like meet a Thai woman, have little Thai babies. Uh -huh. And um, yeah, it was sweet when you talked about it too. I felt like there was this space for like, well, first of all, it's just the most beautiful thing to envision, knowing you as I did at that time as like this really special person who felt like such a caregiver to me. And also I felt like there was room for that relationship to sort of be dynamic. I didn't feel like, you were attached to that person being your primary partner in all realms. It sounded like you were really interested in finding somebody to link up with as a mother of your child or children who like you could co-parent together. And it sounded like you were kind of open to things or maybe that's what I perceived as like we were kind of mm -hmm. forming this relationship. So during that time and then like once we kind of dropped the ball dropped the bomb on each other that we're really in love with each other i felt like okay i love connor so much and we're gonna like just kind of start delving into this other area of our relationship being lovers and also like i think he'll probably have like a baby mama soon mm -hmm. and he's gonna have like thai babies or some other <laughs> type of babies <laughs> And like, I'm just open to how I can fit into all that. And I thought like, because at the time I had like recently left a monogamous partnership, um, a marriage, and then, yeah, kind of been exploring with somebody else, but like really exploring myself. And one thing that felt relieving for me when I left my marriage was that I, I could let go of this assumption that I was going to have children and I wanted to be able to reclaim it on my own mm -hmm. when I wanted to because it felt like what I really wanted to do and I just wasn't sure at the time and it felt really good to say like I don't know like right now I don't want kids and I think that I will at some point but I'm just not sure and and to be like that you knew that um yeah so for a while I just kind of felt like that's not going to be me in your life um and I'm curious how that felt for you in the beginning when, yeah, when we started sharing a lot of love <laughs> with each other. Man, I never really believed you. <laughs> I love you. Like some other things in the beginning of our relationship. I was like, like yeah, but... I don't know if that's going to so stick. You're so good at that. I love well, that maybe, or maybe just naive, but one way or another, it did So far, you've been right about out. everything. That is true. That is true. <laughs> it just maybe took some time. Yeah. I never, um, I know that you did say that to me. You did say, like, that you really weren't sure. Yeah. Um, and I, th I mean, to me, that was a huge difference than saying, I don't want kids. Right. You know? 
because even if you later on did want kids, I don't think that I would have um, been able to maybe get to get like to go there in my mind of envisioning us with a child as I did, you know. And I was envisioning us having a, a child and what that would look like very early on in our relationship, even though you had already said, "I'm not sure." Yeah, I'm not sure, and I don't, and I don't. Just were like opposites right um and in some ways i really like that you were feeling it out it wasn't this like super clear thing for you yeah because to me that's you're working on figuring it out it's like an active area that you were sort of um yeah like doing work around i guess to discover you know what's your truth yes and i think i perceived that you would be a wonderful mother and a wonderful caregiver and i was already in love with you so it made sense for me to follow <laughs> through with that and uh there were not many times over the course of our relationship where i felt like i wasn't sure if you were sure mm -hmm. most of the time i felt like i know maybe consciously you're you're still kind of feeling it out but i felt like in my heart like we were gonna have a child together yeah. um, and whatever that is I don't know what that is if it's if it's if that's just me like you know creating a fantasy I really want to stick to or if it was genuinely something that I I was picking up on um, it's probably a bit of both I imagine yeah uh, but the process has been I, I have felt m mostly pretty secure about it and certainly as time has gone on I feel like after a year two it was like, yeah, we'll definitely have children together. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And I did definitely feel like, okay, I think I will want that in five years. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. how it kind of started yeah. off for me. And yeah. then it was like, okay, I think I will want that in three years. Yeah, I do. I do remember that. And then I remember there was this jump and it kind of had never crossed the three year line before. Like even in my previous partnership, it was like five years, three years. And then like... I think I experienced some deep shifts with you a few years ago in our relationship and I felt like I, I want to have a baby with you. I felt yeah. like I really felt it from within and any sort of fears I had had coming up previously about like uncertainty about our relationship or the longevity of it or if like so many different things that could have come up for me. I just felt like so dedicated to us and to a child and or to the idea of a child and it wasn't it's not even like i would have needed that to necessarily choose you as the person i would want to create life with um but i think i really wanted that like i really wanted to know that i could have both things together mm, yes and that's been what i've envisioned and i i never really thought that I could cross this space with somebody where I felt like so dedicated to them that I wanted to share a life with them and I felt so sure of it. Mm. I just kind of never thought that that would be possible for me. And once that happened, like, and at that point we'd had so many fun conversations because we loved talking about like, okay, well, if we did, yeah. you know, or when we do in the future, when we got to kind of sharing it in that way, we would talk about all the different things. So by that point, I knew like, wow, we sync up on everything in terms of how we want to care for this being. 
and that felt I mean that's so important. That's so important. It's so important. I don't think that I can't think of one thing that we've had to negotiate or um, try to understand each other's perspective. It's it's all just been like, yeah, that's what I want. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. And I think like again, I mean, this is just something I've really felt intuitively was true for us, like yes. right from the beginning and. I think the first year of our relationship was the rockiest. Yeah. We, we did a lot of work to figure out how does an open relationship, a non-traditional relationship work? And you and I have designed it from scratch yes, because we didn't have any models any for it, else. you know? Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, the, the first year was, was a little bit rough, but even throughout that whole process, I felt very secure uh, in that we have this sort of bond that it's just there for us. Yeah. Um, and how that's translated to how we want to raise a, a child is, is not surprising and is also, I feel so, so much gratitude about. I mean, how can you just find like all those perfect elements, especially, especially with the amount of education that we've given yes. to ourselves. For sure. Yeah. Um, as to how, and maybe that's partly why, you know, because we have done a lot of work to understand what's maybe best for for a child. I feel so, so grateful, like so deeply grateful for you being who you are and for really being so solid in your beliefs and your intuition and following your heart around us and me, especially in the first year, the first couple years when you know, I think like, I think I felt that same deep resonance and also had these other things on top that I was like, but I want to make sure that I can also mm -hmm. like have this thing and that thing. And I feel like throughout it all, you've been such a rock that I've never had in this other way. And it's, yeah, I know that's really not the point of this interview, but it's just like, I'm feeling that so strongly right now. and just want to tell you how much I feel like you being exactly who you are is totally what I need mm. and what we need and like what this being has needed for us to recognize that this is what we want together. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and in regards just to just to speak to that time frame that you had mentioned too, again, it was like, yeah, I did believe you that um, that for you, you were feeling it out and that those time frames kind of made sense. And I think I, I also felt like I think that's going to shift. Like once we have some, it's not so much about time. It's more about safety yeah. and sustainability, and maybe just ironing out some some details. And it, it's just kind of a matter of like letting that unfold a bit. For sure. Um, and it wasn't like I was chilling that whole time. Right. You know, like I sound pretty relaxed right now. But there were times when I felt very much like. Oh, if I started thinking about how much I wanted a child, it would kind of be overwhelming at yeah. times because I wanted it so bad. And it had been over a decade of this, this deep, you know, craving for it. And I felt at times like, but I found you. Let's just do it. Like, I know you're perfect. I know yeah. this is perfect. I'm so ready. And it doesn't work that way. You know, everyone's everyone has to be ready. And I felt uh, both like relaxed about that, and also at times I did. I, I have felt like, man, I, I just wanted so bad. <laughs> I'm really curious about that space and like whatever you created there for yourself yeah. to navigate it, because 
I never felt that from you. Like, oh, I, wow, that's great. I have never, ever mm. once felt like you are... I mean, on some level, I felt like you were waiting for me, but it, not in a pressury way yeah. ever. Like I never felt, and I never, I can't think of one time that you said to me, like, I really want to have a baby with you already. It would right. just like, yeah, I felt like if anything, I felt like you tended towards the side of like giving me extra space and girth around that topic. And really, I, th I think like not wanting to pressure me in any way. Yeah, very much so. Um, yeah, I think I, I really have known that that might have the opposite effect and that really what what you needed most of all was to have a relaxed environment to feel it out for yourself. And if I brought in my own agenda and my own pressure and my own like sort of one-sided desire, uh, that that could just slow that process down for you. And besides that, I don't want to have a child with someone who's who doesn't want to have a child, right. you know? Yeah. And I and not that you you would have been like I don't want to and I'm going to. You would never do that. But but I just really wanted us both to feel like absolutely we're yeah. choosing this. And I think again this was just an intuitive thing that I picked up on knowing you um and what works for you and what doesn't. I think what works well for you is having a lot of space and support and yeah. and a low pressure environment. Um, and I did, and I, I I have tended towards like, yeah, sharing less about it yeah. <laughs> because I feel so adamant about that natural unfolding yes. being a part of your process. Yeah, thank you for that. I mean, I do. I think that like yet again, you read me really well and have known how to care for me and how to support me being yeah. me and and also in this relationship and so yeah actually I just wanted to give like a little bit of my experience during that time to kind of like lead us to the next time mm. so for me it 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 went like I said from being like three years to being like <laughs> maybe in like a year uh -huh. and once I felt that too it was so interesting it felt I really wanted to plan out the timing right for us in terms of what would fit into our life, what would work with our events that we wanted to do with our business and our personal goals and our relationship. Although at that point I really felt like, okay, our relationship feels steady and strong. I feel like we, yeah, we've done all the growth that we need to like really rock this as parents and not that we won't continue to grow, but like we feel stable and strong and steady. And I remember having some goals in mind, like really right. specific goals, like, okay, I want our business to be in this sort of a place and in, in my business and your business to feel like, you know, we're not having to work super hard or long hours while we're pregnant or with a young child. And I also had certain acro goals, like specific moves I mm. wanted to get before I was like in pregnancy body. And I had certain personal physical goals in terms of like handstands and then just like personal growth goals. I felt like I want to be secure in these sorts of ways. I want to have completed healing around these sorts of parts that I have. Also, I can be the best caregiver I could be and so that those aren't things I'm sorting through while also caring for this young being that I don't want to like pass these traumas on to. Mm -hmm. 
And so yeah, that was kind of like all what was going through my mind and I felt like, okay, I can do that all in a year. And we looked at the calendar, or actually I looked at the calendar. I was planning this for a while. <laughs> I looked at the calendar. <laughs> um, oh yeah, and I, I went off of birth control like two years in advance started tracking my cycle, like really took it seriously, wanted to make sure that my body would be really ready for this. Right. And that was something I had been wanting to do anyway, and it just really worked out timing-wise. And you did a lot of research on that process, oh, yeah. as, uh, you know, throughout that time also. Definitely. And so, yeah, I looked at the calendar and basically said, like, this is when we can do it. This two-month period would allow us to do all of the events that we would want to throughout the year. It would make sense for us in terms of where we'll be traveling, what I understand about the hardest months of pregnancy, the easier months, etc. And so that landed us during this past August to September. And we did, we conceived in September. Um, and yeah, okay, so backtracking just a tiny bit, I remember telling you, man, I, I feel like, <laughs> Maybe we can figure this out together. I feel like I told you at least a year before, like, yeah, I really want this. And I remember thinking, like, I would say things, like, I like to slip it in a lot because once I was sure of it, I, like, had a lot of excitement and I kind of wanted to, like, share it with you and get you excited. <laughs> and sometimes I felt like you were so chill about it, like you were being extra cool about it. And I remember saying things like, well, this time next year, like, I'm going to be pregnant or whatever it was, and I felt like I, I told you my intention around yeah. that and like checked in, does that sound good to you? And I think you were like, yeah, like whenever. Um, and then I specifically remember when we were in Israel this past year, which was in April, um, having a really deep conversation with you and saying like, hey Connor, I, I really mean it. Like I want to create this child like I want to bring this life through this life that we've both been feeling this soul for a long time our child and I want to bring this this soul through with you like in September in September it was like August was kind of like a hey there's a bonus month we could maybe play around with but it was really like in September and this is where we'll be in the world and how does that feel for you and I remember maybe even saying like, are you like, I want to feel like your excitement around it. I want to feel like we can talk about it and like get jazzed together. Mm -hmm. And I remember it bringing up a lot of emotion for you at that time. And, and I felt emotion from you since then around that topic. And I'm so curious how it felt for you. Like that unfolding of me saying like, okay, I want it, I'm ready up until, you know, whatever it started to actually feel like real for you. Yeah. yeah, thanks for asking that. The reflection of that is, it's, uh, there's a lot in there, you know? It's like, it's really, <clears throat> I think there was a lot going on for me behind the scenes because it was something, again, that I didn't want to put pressure on you about. And so it wasn't like I was stifling it, but I wasn't, um, maybe showing it the amount of attention that that it actually was creating inside of me. Yes. Um, yeah, the desire was so big that I couldn't just spend my days thinking about it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to function, and I think that that wouldn't have felt very good for you. So when you did present this idea like, 
I'm ready and I want to do this around this time, I felt like, let's see how it goes. Like, right. I'm going to do this whenever, whenever it's available, you know, I'm ready yes. like yesterday. So whenever it's good for you, I'm ready to go. Yesterday. Yeah. And, but, uh, definitely as things got closer and closer to that date and it, the date was still the same, it was still the same, it was still the same. And then we did have this chat in Israel. Um, and I like, I let go of a lot of what I had been maybe holding in around my desire. And I felt like you provided a safe space for me to really share what that meant yes. for me and how much I had wanted this thing and some trauma that I maybe had been carrying around an assumption of creating life with my ex-wife and the sort of way that that relationship ended, yes. which was, um, which really left me feeling a bit um, unsafe in relationships and like not cared for and how much that was tied to an idea of, of creating life and that, that in a way for parts of me felt like it was snatched away from me. Yes. And I had dedicated all this time and energy and dreams towards an idea of making a child with this particular person. Um, and then sort of had this, this bond sort of broken in a way that felt really unsafe. And... And do you feel down to share, like, kind of what occurred next for her in her oh, yeah, life? Because yeah. I think that's really significant. Right, right. Well, yeah, and the other p piece of that is, like, she kind of put it off. She kept, she would tell me, like, yeah, like, next year when I do this thing, or, like, in two years when I finished this thing. And most of it was uh, career-based stuff. Yes. So it'd be like, you know, I would bring it up and be like, I really, really like want to have this child. Like, let's, and it would be like, okay, well, yes. And then like, no, this time. Right. So it was kind of given and then taken away and given and taken away. And we didn't have great communication skills set up. So it wasn't like we were able to, to really figure out what was going on there. But after um, years of that kind of thing, I was pretty sure we were very close. There yes. was like a big shift in her career and we were going to like move into this certain space and it just would have made a lot of sense to have a child then. And that's when she um, decided to, to end our relationship uh, setup. Shortly after that, like two months after we separated, she ended up getting pregnant with someone else's child and I was a part of her life and a part of that process and um, I was still very close with her. And yeah, so, uh, and I was, as I said earlier on uh, in this in this interview, it was like the first year after that breakup, I was really processing my own stuff. The first yes. six months, definitely I was really in my own space. So I wasn't even able to process what was happening totally. around that. Yeah. And definitely that talk in Israel I think I was able to make some connections and do some healing and releasing and share with you some of the real fears I had about it not happening Yes. and what that would mean Yes. and fears about my own potential infertility because yes. it kind of didn't make sense right, right. that I was like with this person for so long and then like, you know, shortly after me, she got pregnant. Uh, so fears around that and fears around not you leading me on, because that's not our style. Like we, 
we have too much compassionate communication set up for that to ever really be the case. But authenticity, really. And authenticity, yeah. But little parts of me that still were carrying around this fear, yeah. So releasing that and continuing to have conversations where I could keep releasing that and doing healing has been incredible. Have you felt like there's been a point where it's started to feel like real? Like I know for <laughs> both of us, definitely, there were points where like, okay, like we're probably pregnant now, but we're mm. not sure. Or it's like, like when, yeah, do you, does a time come to mind where you felt like, oh my gosh, we're actually pregnant <laughs> and like I can actually relax yeah and get excited about it and all these things i think actually when 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 we started um trying to conceive when we really set yes. the intention and we made love and we envisioned our child coming forth and we both both felt this energy yes. in this pool yeah i felt a huge shift for me and then yeah it did take a little bit of time for things to really take for for our little one to decide like this is the month I'm going to stay here I'm going to like grow I'm going to I'm going to embed myself and into this body and like yes expand um I have relaxed more and more like with each day and to the point now where I feel like I'm really there I'm really like 100% feeling like this is happening yes and it's very easy for me to get super excited about it <laughs> I love that. I actually feel like you have been really helpful for me in that area. We had, like, it, some of you may know this, I talked about it in one other podcast, but we the date was always September. Like, okay, when I'm fertile mm. in September and the fertile part of my cycle, we'll conceive. And then at the last minute, I was kind of like, hey, let's go for August. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that we did, you did fertilize my egg in yes. August. And I think that I didn't have a long enough luteal phase for that to take and I think that was probably due to stress and like running this event and yes. a lot of things that were going on at the time. So we conceived the next month, which was like the month we had already intended, the month mm -hmm. we had told this soul like, okay, it's going to be that month, all these things. And then after that, there was like this, there's this waiting process, mm -hmm. you know, I was waiting for day 18, mm -hmm. 16, 18 to know like, okay, I still have a high temperature. I haven't bled, like we are pregnant. and. And even then I sort of felt like, yeah. oh God. And <laughs> do you remember I was like waking up every day, taking my temperature yeah. and feeling like anxious. Yeah. And I remember just saying like, I don't think I want to take my temperature anymore. Like yeah. we're totally pregnant. And during that time where I felt some doubt, I felt your total rock solid um, knowledge that this was like, no, like this is it. This is us. And this is like, this soul is here with us now. That's cool to hear that that's how I was showing up because I definitely was sharing those fears, you know, but yes. I think it was, it was very true. Both things were very true. Yes. I really have <laughs> always felt like our little one is here and they're already yeah. here. And, and also there's a space of, of fear in there, you know? Yes. But that fear doesn't feel overwhelming at all. And it's very easy to access the other, the other side, which is just like, this is totally happening. We are 100% all set, and that's mostly I, th I think where I'm, I've been living from for, for most of this, um, this journey. Yes. And now that like you're in it, does it feel like as incredible as, mm -hmm. as you imagined it? Definitely. 
it's just the best thing. It's the best thing. And there's no way I can really share that with another human being through my words and have it really understood, but I try. And uh, like anytime, like I said, we meet someone, we share this thing, I'm just, they're like, oh cool. And I'm like, yeah, it is cool. It's the best thing <laughs> in the world. Like it is the best. Um, yeah, it's just, it's the best. I don't know what else to say about it. It's the whole process is such a turn on and so exciting and it invigorates my whole being. I feel so attracted to you physically and emotionally. I feel so like I'm already able to do so much of what I've been craving in regards to being a father and being a mother and being just a general like genderless caregiver. But you know, to really, to really be taking care of a child, it's already happening for me. And to be taking care of you as much as, as I can, you know, where it makes sense um, as you are on this epic journey that I can't possibly know entirely, you know, but I, I think that I'm as close to someone going through this process as one could be. And it's so special for me. Yeah. And to be invited in by you and for it to be something that you want, you know, to really share with me. And um, gosh, yeah, it means everything. It's totally what I want to be doing with my life. <laughs> Me too. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for being on. Mm. Is there anything else you you feel called to share? I'm excited for our little one to, to hear these podcasts someday, you know, and to have a record of, of our excitement. I think that probably most parents are very excited. Um, and it's cool to imagine, you know, them having a hard day or not feeling connected with the world or wondering like am i loved you know and then to be able to listen to a podcast like this and just know like yeah you're you're loved and wanted i should love that yeah so i'm i'm really grateful that you've been creating these and for all the other human beings out there that are wanting or or um who are like in the pregnancy process or who have children i just think it's the intention that you're setting and the things that you're sharing are vital and I'm honored to be a part of it. Thank you, Connor. I love you, baby. I love you so much. <laughs> um, you may already be doing this, but if not and you want to hop on over to our YouTube channels, we have one that's specifically Connor and Brittany lifestyle and family where we share a lot about all this stuff. And we also have a Connor and Brittany channel that has been around longer. We share about relationships, untraditional relationships, um, sex positivity, a lot of cool stuff there. And I'm definitely gonna link Connor's, Connor's personal channel and then your, your Instagram accounts below mm -hmm. because I mean, you're not sitting in front of me seeing this being, but if you haven't seen Connor before, he's actually the most beautiful creature I've ever seen in my life. And I'd love for you to also get to experience him in his visual form. Mm. I love you. I That's love you so the sweetest much. outro I've ever... Thank you. <laughs> I love you. Mm. Thank you all so much 
Thanks for having me. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.